Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Well, I'm really excited today to have here at uh, Dream Farm a duo that I think you're going to find really fascinating. You know, what I love to do is explore eclectic um, influences within the jazz jazz genre and um, to use the fact that jazz listeners oftentimes have big ears and they can appreciate sounds that are not necessarily straight ahead in terms of the <clears throat> the influence of jazz so today you're if that's you you're going to love this program because I'm welcoming the duo of John Moratore and Roberto Cassan so welcome guys thank you thank you and they are guitar John plays guitar Roberto plays uh, accordion and um, so they have this fantastic duo, and there are many influences, and one of which is tango, and right. there's definitely classical, there's definitely folk, and there's definitely jazz, and it's all mixed in. I heard your music, I fell in love with it. I heard your CD, Domenie, and I thought, we got to have these guys on the show, because there's definitely a thread of jazz flowing through your music. Would you say that's true, guys? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. We were talking about, in, in an email exchange, Roberto, about how jazz and tango have similar roots, kind of in the grittier side of society. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's, there's commonalities there. Commonality, absolutely. I mean, they were both uh, of humble origins. And, uh, but aside from, from this, uh, the rhythm it is the most important thing, and, and the form, and... Uh, and once you have a strong form, a strong rhythm, I think you can build the, the, 
you can build whatever on top, so people can start improvising, uh, at, use different harmonies, uh, advanced uh, concept of harmonies, or whatever. So that's that's a commonality between jazz and tango. I think so. Yeah. There's a spontaneity too yes. to it, even though it's strict. It's very strict, uh, rhythmical, and formally. But there's there's a spontaneity, and I think that might come from the dance element as well. You know, because tango is music for dance originally. Yes. And uh, so I, I think the the idea of spontaneity, which goes through all jazz music, also goes through uh, tango. Well, I want you folks to know that um, Roberto, hailing from Italy, came to the United States to study music and connected with John and both um, really excellent, excellent players. John went to the New England Conservatory of Music done a lot of concertizing in, in the classical realm and in other forms and different groups and Roberto as well. And the two of them met at a, at a concert doing Israeli music. Right. In Montreal. <laughs> in Montreal. And um, the rest is l'histoire, as we say, <laughs> where there's this collaboration that's developed between the two of you where you really kind of finish each other's musical sentences, I think. I think so. Yeah. Our starting also, we starting, somebody start, the other finish, or someone, the other yeah, start. Yeah, we noticed that right from the start. So, and, and it doesn't, obviously, as you know, it doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't. Well, I want to hear uh, one of your original pieces, Roberto. This is Corante. Mm -hmm. And they're going to play live here at Dream Farm on this gorgeous, sunny, crisp day. And um, think apples. Crisp, wonderful apples. <laughs> anyway, um, and that's what the music is like, sweet and fresh and crisp. And this is an original music, a piece of music. Give us a few hints of how you see jazz uh, coming into this piece, and then I would like you to play it for our audience. Yes. Um, I, can, I can see as a, uh, if a, any jazz musician would pick this tune, it would have fun to improvise on it, mm -hmm. you know. Aside the way the way it's built, uh, I mean uh, the the bridge are these chords uh, mm -hmm. that, I mean the first the the first a, the A and B section are typically kind of a traditional waltz, but with uh, a Venezuelan flair. With a Venezuelan rhythm, but also there is the the, the French musette influence. Uh, can you play that the 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 entrance the oh, the yeah, rhythms the, the that you contributed uh, yeah to this. The, uh, Yes. And of course, we know these types of rhythms are influencing jazz musicians all over the place, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then play the, play the chords in the bridge section. Oh, yeah, we have the. Uh... Yeah, so you're hearing some beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, jazzy it's just a twist uh, out of, the, of uh, what could be a French musette. And. Um, so we've got it all. We've got Venezuela, we've got some jazz, we've got some French, we've got some Italian. Let's hear it. Uh, yes. It's called Corante. It's by Roberto Cassan and John Moratori, also on the guitar. Thank you. 
just love that so much you guys have so much energy i folks listening i hope you loved it i hope that it stretched your ears i hope that you heard some of the form and things that might relate to jazz and the rhythms and the and the uh, voicings and this was your original and john i understand added quite a bit as you unpacked it that you write the melodies and sort of work together yes uh, um i i mean i wrote the piece You've played Four or five years ago, I played, yeah, uh, I played this one with other people, and uh, and then one day I said, "Well, what do you think?" Oh, I heard, uh, yeah, I heard him play it alone, <laughs> yeah, first all by himself, oh, as a solo, right. and I thought, "Well, that could work." And so then he gave me the chart, and uh, I saw the chart. It's yeah, not it's it, there's a, a lot of room in there and, that yeah. you really added specific things that a classical guitarist would add mm-hmm. who understands what he's trying to do. Yeah. Beautiful work, really, yes. really beautiful work, okay. yeah. I love that. I want to talk a little bit more in the next segment about some influences in another piece that um, that I'm really, really fond of from your CD, Domini. You're listening to Julie Lavender at Dream Farm, and my guest today, uh, John Muratore on guitar and Roberto Casan on accordion, right? I'm so glad that you guys came up here. You're Boston-based? Yeah, Boston-based. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yes, Italy, Italy comes to Boston, brings tango. Thanks brings for the jazz. weather. Thanks for this beautiful <laughs> All right, we'll be back. You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe. I'm Julie Lavender. Stay tuned. Yeah. 
Terra's not his style And even Lana Turner's smile Is something that he just can't see
This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Julie Lavender. You're here at Dream Farm today, listening to Dream Farm Cafe. And my special guests uh, are the duo, is the duo, John Muratore and Roberto Casan. And John plays classical classical guitar and Roberto plays um, accordion. But you'll hear what they do is really an exciting blend of genres, right? right. So I'd like you to play this next piece, Reverado, but would you please mm. help us understand some of the things that influence the jazz influences in this piece? Uh, uh, yes, well, uh, so Reverado, it's, uh, it's a composition by Astor Piazzolla, Piazzolla who uh, um, was uh, one of the biggest uh, Tango revolutionary uh, composer. I mean, there've been there've been other musicians beside him, but he he was the one who probably contributed more to to keep the tango fresh and renew it with a new influence. And so uh, the main the main influence in Piazzolla music, as you can see, you will hear in Revirado, is uh, is is classical music, but also a lot of jazz. And he grew up, uh, I mean, he, he's Argentinian, but he grew up first in New York, the first 10 years he grew up in New York. So he somehow, I think, he absorbed the traffic uh, of New York City, mm-hmm. I mean, some kind mm-hmm. of energy or mm-hmm. something. I don't know, that's my theory. <laughs> well, it's sort of a traffic jam also sounds, right? It's and just, yeah, it's just a way of absorbing the, the energy of a place, mm-hmm. of a city. Influences. And then... Exactly. Then he went. He moved to he moved to Argentina, and uh, eventually he went to study with uh, with Nadia Boulanger, who was in the 1950s one of the <clears throat> most uh, important uh, teacher of compositions. Uh, was in Paris. Yes? Mm-hmm. She was in Paris, mm-hmm. and uh, Gershwin was supposed to study with her, and uh, Stra- Stravinsky did study with her. I mean, it was just everybody. And uh, actually, 
um, so he went to study there, and also while he was there, he was going to. He was very fond uh, to the Jerry Mulligan at the point. He, uh, at that time, he was playing Paris with his nonette and um, big jazz octet. player. Yeah, big jazz player. Big jazz player, and he used to go to listen to his music, and uh, and then he studied. So Piazzolla studied there for one year. He went back to um, to Argentina, and he. Uh, decided to record an, uh, a, a record of tango, of Nuevo Tango, and his bigger inspiration was the Jerry Mulligan Octet. Jazz. And he came out with this unbelievable uh, city. So this was back in the 50s, late, late 50s, mm-hmm. like 56, 57. And uh, so that music stayed and uh, I don't know if uh, John would play a few passages from... Uh, from because, P- how do you say his name again? P- Piazzolla. Piazzolla. was a big, big influence in your work together. That was, a, that was the first thing, what we first started working with, his music. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was our first common element. So why don't you play uh, some of the voicings that you think are jazz-influenced from his yeah, work in the, in the middle, on this piece? In the middle section, there are some... B minor 11th and an A, major 13th. Beautiful. And what was that thing that sort of was almost, you could have swung it, you could have... Oh yeah, towards the end, towards the end there's a progression. Uh, We have this, uh, um, if I play it like a swing, it's... How will they hear it in the piece? And then the pieces. It's, I'm going to be loud. <laughs> so it's, it's more square. Yeah. But it's, but it's the progression is there. That, well, let's hear it. Why don't you guys play it? Guys, folks, you're going to love this tune. These people rip on air. And this happens to be the first track on your CD, Domenia. Yeah. And it's Riverado. Thank you. 
You guys are really, really amazing. What you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm a little breathless watching you play live and everything here. We've got accordion master, guitar master, and I'm I would be like the thigh master in the room. But a bunch <laughs> anyway. But um, tell us tell us your little um, anecdote about Stravinsky and Gershwin, who both studied with Nadia Boulanger, who with was in, also influenced Piazzolla, who, who yeah. you just played. Yes, yes, uh, and. Um, I mean, Gershwin, yeah, wanted to study. I, uh, I, th I don't think uh, Gershwin ever ever made it to, to study with Nadia Boulanger, actually. But I, he was a master of taking he, jazz and mixing it with classical elements. Yeah, yes. of course. He probably is, yeah. He was the, a real master for, uh, for mixing yeah. the, the American popular culture with, uh, with the classical culture. Yeah. And uh, so he, but he was, um, he was always uh, wanted to improve himself. He wanted to study, he wanted to study composition. So at some point he, he uh, I think it was actually just uh, talking to Stravinsky and uh, he asked, you know, for a, for a, as a, a, as a yeah, or a reference or asking some suggestion what he should do to improve. And he said, what do you think if I study with Nadia Boulanger? And uh, Stravinsky asked him, excuse me, Mr. Gershwin, how much money do you, do you earn per year? And he, when he told him the amount of money, then Stravinsky told him, well, maybe I should study with you. <laughs> Instead of not <laughs> really. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, um, you guys uh, have talent just brimming out of your ears as well as discipline. And, um, and you, I'd like to hear another one of your original works, uh, Roberto. Can you tell us about Domenie? Uh, Domenie, yeah. Uh, Domenie, it's... Um, it, it's uh, the word Domenia, uh, it means Sunday in a dialect, in, in my dialect. Uh, uh -huh. I'm from uh, uh, the northern, uh, eastern part of uh, Italy, yeah. which is called Friuli. And uh, uh, yeah, I, the, the piece is, uh, I don't know, I, I thinking, I'm thinking of why I came up with that uh, melody. And uh, I have some things in my mind. Uh, of happiness, of joy, of uh, dancing. It's bursting with all that. It yeah. really is. And, uh, and uh, the, the only thing, uh, what I can think about that piece is that I was always struggling with the tempo because with the, with the signature, time signature, because uh, it's, uh, if I, I yeah, was playing... Yes, yeah, sometimes we'll be playing, Roberto will start tapping his foot, and I think, what is that? <laughs> yeah. I have a completely different meter in mind than he does, or he, and, but it works together. It's a driving, driving rhythm. Yeah, it's yeah. full of joy, bursting with energy. And, and I think we should have you guys get it into this segment so everyone can hear what you're Yeah, what so you're doing. The, the, the struggle was playing in two or in three. I decided that in three makes more sense. And, um, and we'll see how it turns out today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so play Domenie.
love it. It's one of my favorites. It's a title track off of Domenia, which is the name of your CD. Yeah, How do you yeah. spell it? D-O-M-E-N-I-E. Okay, remember that. D-O-M-E-N-I-E. Anything you want to tell us about it before we take a break? Uh, well, I think it's, uh, it's, it's very it's a cool the way we came up with the arrangement. Roberto started playing it, and I just kind of scratched my head at first, thinking, well, that sounds great. What am I going to do? And then we just started, that was one that was very uh, 
organic. We just worked, started jamming a little bit on it. And I a lot of unisons. Came really up with the bass, you know, add. the way to double the bass line yes. in the beginning and then, uh, and then some of the other lines uh, towards the end. And, of course, we do the melody together mm -hmm. uh, closer to the end, which, again, was just one of those things we have by accident. And we said, that sounds really good. And, yeah. uh, and, and then unison uh, and, is and then great. And then the thing that takes the tune out is, yeah. uh, uh, again, it was another one of those things that we just kind of worked out um, on the together. fly. On the fly. Yeah, and uh, it's never been written down. Wow, well, on the fly, this is Dream Farm <laughs> Cafe. I'm Julie Lavender, your host. We'll be back in a few minutes with John Moratore and Roberto Cassano. is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you 
Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. We're back, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe. I'm your host, Julie Lavender, and here at Dream Farm, we've got eclectic music, yet again, eclectic music that is influenced by jazz, classical, tango, South American. It's fantastic. I love it. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, And the duo is John Muratore and Roberto Casan, and they have a CD out called Domenie, D-O-M-E, N-I-E, yes. right? which yeah. is an original tune we just heard in the last yeah. segment, which I absolutely loved. And I'm so excited that they're going to play with me now on one of my own songs called Oceans. And I'm thrilled because I'm as sorry. a classical guitarist who's influenced by jazz, who's a singer-songwriter, I'm always thinking about the melody, the jazz influence, the Latin influence, the guitar influence. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I, I was uh, happy to be able to, to learn this tune a little bit and... Uh, Obviously, identify a lot of the uh, things stylistically that came across. There's some flamenco, uh, not only in the harmony but also in the in the strumming, and uh, and then being able to try to add to what you're doing on the guitar, mm. which you know on, on its own is is completely full. But there's little things you know to to put you're, in different you, voicings and oh harmonics yeah, and, I can't and those wait. kinds of things. Harmonics, voicings, adding other layers to the guitar part. And, well, what are you going to do, Roberto? That's, no, yeah. Well, I had the flute part that helped me to get some ideas. So um, when I listened to the, to the MP3 you sent me, so I'll, I'll try to, to, to match some, some flute lines and some, wow. some other notes Excited. that uh, you know, will fit in. That's great. So this is my tune, Oceans, and um, they're going to collaborate and add some guitar and some accordion, and we're going to see where it heads. Hope you enjoy it. And the seas and the reason I'm home. 
Thank you for playing on that and it's you know the audience doesn't know this but my husband has been sitting right here with us while we played this and uh i wrote this for him mm. and i think he was pretty blown away wow. cool. with how beautiful, you sound i think song. he really really loved it so thank you so much for collaborating uh, uh just another three four hours of my music i'd like to do <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> then we can do yours yeah. i wish we had time but we don't and, and you have a beautiful kind of uh arrangement of two pieces that you'd like to end the show with, I think. Would you tell us about that? These are two pieces. Uh, one segues into the other. The first is by a, a pianist, American pianist named Pat Pace, who I grew up listening to when I was in college as an undergraduate in Akron, Ohio. He, he comes from Akron, Ohio. As a child, I found out he was an accordion virtuoso, went on the Major Bose Amateur Hour, oh and then went to, uh, also played piano, went to Juilliard under full scholarship, uh, as a classical pianist, got involved in the jazz scene in New York in the 50s and 60s, uh, became an incredibly proficient jazz artist, and then uh, eventually moved back to Akron, lucky for us, and so I got to hear him play a couple times a week uh, at this club, and he would play, he would move easily from, from his own jazz pieces to traditional jazz pieces, sometimes he'd play Ravel, Debussy, and it was just incredible, and I just admired him so much for that, and these many years later, when I was working with Roberto, for some reason the name came back into my head and I looked it up and found out there were 20 preludes he'd written for piano and I just knew that there was some stuff in there that we could do. And this, this first one is uh, prelude number 16, Claude and Maurice. It's followed by a tango that you bring together with it. So yeah. let's, let's hear that.
Tell us a little bit about that tango there at the end. Yeah, um, so the tango is, uh, the composer of the tango is uh, Richard Galliano, who is a French accordionist, and uh, who, um, uh, he did so much stuff, he started, uh, he probably is the one who revolutionized uh, or the accordion and starting in the late 80s and bringing back, you know, uh, uh, connecting again the, uh, the music with uh, tango music, with jazz, with uh, blues, with uh, Brazilian. He was able to, to reach everywhere, you know. And, uh, and so he wrote and recorded so much stuff. And this is one, uh, one of the pieces uh, that, uh, uh, I mean, we, we really enjoyed to play. Wow. Well, you guys have revolutionized, <clears throat> hopefully, some ears here at Dream Farm who are used to eclectic music. And we're glad that we brought in some of these influences. Again, we've got John Moratore and Roberto Cassan. You can go to Cassan, C-A-S-S-A-N, Moratore, M-U-R-A-T-O-R-E.com, and get a copy of Domenie, which is just wonderful. You're, again, you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe. Go to dreamfarmcafe.com for photos of our session, information about them, other programs, information about my music. Um, my photographer is Jenny Wheeler. My engineer is Don Richardson. My guests, again, John and Roberto, thank you so much for being at Dream Farm. You've been well, a dream. Thank you uh -huh. for having us. Thank you, Julie. It was very nice. Take care. Listen again.